Thumbs up, let's do this. Starting from zero. What does it actually take to start from zero and what does it not? What's a waste of time? What works? What doesn't? So many people are lost and confused and even disoriented about what it takes to get started online. And the truth is, it's very simple. Also, success rests in the dirty details. There's so many tiny things people get hung up on when they're starting something online. These tiny details are addressed in this podcast where you watch me mentor people over their shoulder directly based on their personal situation. So listen closely, listen to the whole episode, take in all the patterns, listen for the slow parts, listen for the fast parts, take in everything so you actually see what's required because there's things right now that you're currently missing, things that rest within the little parts of these episodes. Enjoy. All right, so in this episode, I'm talking to Dave. Dave, where are you from? I am from Newfoundland, Canada. So what's your big outcome? What's your dream outcome for this call? You know, for the past few months, I've been trying to develop myself, trying to get out of working, I guess, a nine to five job and do something for myself. So I've been doing a lot of research on which avenue to go down, whether it be, you know, selling on Amazon or, you know, writing an ebook, something like that. And so I guess what I like to get out of this call is just get over my fear of the unknown and fear of just getting started and, you know, try to really live that freedom lifestyle. Good. Okay. So you're kind of considering what your idea or business model would be right now. Exactly. And there's a lot out there. And I mean, when you're not looking at this, you don't realize the options that are out there. So I guess that's the big thing right now is which is going to be best for me and how can I take action on it and get over that little fear? Which one seems the best so far? I've been looking at the Amazon route. I've been doing a few courses on Udemy to figure out that. But besides that, I would also say the ebook looks pretty attractive because there is a lot of passive income with it. So once you're ready, you'll continue to get that money flow come in. And besides that, I mean, those are probably the top two right now. There is a ebook. I think it's beirresistible.com. And the book is called His Secret Obsession. My friend's friend is this guy. And, you know, will sell on average 50 ebooks a day, 50 bucks. And so it's $2,500 a day. And he's got a lot of practice and a lot of experience. The thing with ebooks, if you want an ebook to work, you got to strike a nerve, right? Like you can't be a lukewarm ebook. So in any business, you really want to hit a nerve, but you don't have to hit a nerve with it. Like, you know, one of my friends, he's got an insurance partner and it's like a $1,500 to $2,000 per month package. And they pay two fifteen hundred to two grand a month for an automated system that helps with their Google reviews and with their SEO. So an insurance agent pays 24 grand a year for that. But, you know, their ROI is probably a hundred grand plus because they've got incredible Google reviews and et cetera. And so I think it's really good to look at business model and what business model will suit you. But what I want to also paint a picture for you is the overarching theme of what a business person really is. Sure. And the heart and soul of entrepreneurship is to really help somebody. And when you're considering whether it's Amazon or whether it's ebook and this, what sort of can start to happen is you start to get a little bit obsessed with what's going to work for you. And it kind of slowly starts to fall in the background is 
that you actually want to be helping someone and who you would want to help. So if you shift your focus to who you want to help and what they need help with, and then you outsource the delivery of the product, that's real entrepreneurship. Entrepreneurship meaning you're able to break the time for money barrier. The time for money barrier gets broken when you stop having to fulfill the product yourself and you stop fulfilling the product yourself by stop trying to be the expert. So this is a whole radical shift for so many people because instead of now, what do ebook? Do I do Amazon? Maybe I do affiliate marketing. You know what? I could do membership websites. No, you know, I'll do software. Wait, no, you know what? This eBay, but you know what? I'll start an Etsy store, right? And you know, and then it just goes on and on and on. But what happens is it's a technician, not an entrepreneur, jumping from one business model to the next. Right. So for the most part, what I've identified for what seems to be accurate is that there's really only two skills that you need to build to be successful in entrepreneurship, just two. And none of them have anything to do with being an expert. That's good to hear. <laughs> yes, that's exactly right. You know, thanks for reminding me. Sometimes people get so intimidated because they're like, well, no, you know, I got to be. No, it's sales and outsourcing. You sell something, you outsource it. When you want to hire a virtual assistant, you got to sell her on joining you. When you hire an employee, you got to sell them on joining you. When you're building your business, you got to sell the vision to your team. When you're talking to customers, you got to sell it to them. Exactly. Yes. And, and the heart of sales is beautiful. Like the heart of selling is so beautiful because a salesman without ego is your best ally because they're not going to try to push you into something that's not aligned for you because sales is all about alignment. It's about a lot of things, but mostly about alignment. So you want to move from technician to business owner. And the theme of being a business person is finding a customer and getting them a result and outsourcing the mechanism that provides the result. So I've got another person that I know of, and this has the allure of being one of the best businesses you could be in. And that is doing customer acquisition for local businesses, except you don't actually have to do the acquisition. You outsource that. So He's very secretive, so he won't tell me how he's doing it. It's that good kind of a thing, right? He doesn't want anyone else to know the secrets just yet. Yes, right. And that's good on him and dang it. But so he generates about 15 to 20 grand a month. And he's got a Facebook funnel that people see an ad. They watch a three-minute value video. They opt in. Then they watch a 15-minute video. They schedule a call with him. He walks them through their business, sees how many customers they want to get how much they charge their customers. Then he sells them a customer acquisition package doing more Facebook marketing. But then he outsources that to invisiblepc.com or workify.co. Those guys are fulfilling the mechanism. Yeah, so in essence, you're freeing up a lot more of your time and getting something else to do to work for you. Yes, because the two skills that you want to build your business are what? Sales and outsourcing. That's it, man. And those go very deep. Like the things that you can outsource, like it's unfathomable. You could hire someone to come to your house every two weeks and fill your car up with gas. So you don't have to go to the gas station. <laughs> like it's crazy what you could do. Yeah. And yeah. And I mean, in my part of the world here in Newfoundland, Canada, we certainly don't see those things. So, you know, when your mind doesn't see these things or when you don't see these things, you don't realize what else is out there, but it is pretty crazy. Do you have any crazy things you think you could outsource that are coming to you right now? I mean, I can think of a ton of things, yeah, that would make my life a lot easier. Okay, so my book's coming out March 31st, 2020, and you'll get it at startfromzero.com. And I'm actually switching over the foundation brand to Start From Zero. And I am so 
excited about this because the ethos of start from zero means you need nothing. Right. Like, in fact, the best place to start a business from can be zero. Exactly. Which is where I'm at right now. Good. Because, you know, you get someone to come to you and they got like five ideas to start a business. And you know what I ask them? I say, well, who are you helping and what result do they want? And they're like, what do you mean? I don't know. I've got this idea. And it's like, well, then you've got nothing. You've got an idea. So not nothing, but you want to be like the baller business dude that like can sit in front of anybody and help them. And so you're outsourcing mechanisms. So this guy, he does the 15, 20 grand a month. He spends about $1,500 a month on Facebook ads and he adds like $5,000 a month in revenue. And all he does is sit and show up on calls and figure out what the customer wants. And then he outsources the delivery of that mechanism. So the essence of business is find a customer, use a mechanism, get a result. Customer uses mechanism, gets result. That is the holy grail of business. Now, beirresistible.com. So let's say you're talking to a certain segment of women who really want partnership, but they can't seem to keep a good guy. That would be horrifically painful for a woman. 100%. Right? Like they're just like, he's not texting me back. Like this would consume almost all of their waking thoughts, if not all of them. Absolutely. So that's a good problem. The customer is a woman who can't keep a great guy. The result she wants is a thriving and loving relationship. Create the middle. Yes. The middle's the mechanism. So how do you get someone to buy information in an ebook? So there's a, actually a great book. It's a phenomenal book. It's like $35 and it's like 80 pages. It was one of my favorite books. It's called The 16-Word Sales Letter. And if you want to get the correct version, so if you go to startfromzero.com forward slash books, we'll have a list of all those books. And the 16-Word Sales Letter is the way to do this, but in Be Irresistible. So how do you get someone to pay for information? If you'd like to get a free one-on-one with me and be on this show, you can find out details at startfromzero.com forward slash podcast. Well, what they did with Be Irresistible is they said, listen, ladies, I'm going to talk to you about a desire and a drive in a man that is far beyond sex, far beyond how you look, and far beyond, I can't remember, but it's like sex drive and how you look, et cetera. But I'm going to show you something that's so powerful that it's more powerful than all these combined. And if you activate this one thing in your man, he will never leave you. And I'm like, well, what is this thing? You know, I'm a dude. (laughs) We need to know. Right. Yeah. So he spends like five to six minutes building this up. And then he says, listen, ladies, if you can activate a man's hero instinct, he will be yours and yours alone. If you make him feel like a hero and he will just be in your arms. And I was like, that works for me. (laughs) (laughs) It is true. And so what he's done there with positioning is he positioned this down to one key concept that a woman's like, oh my gosh, I have to know everything about this. And then they buy the ebook. That's how you sell an ebook. That's how you sell most of anything. But you don't have to write that ebook. You just need to know sales. And I just kind of gave you a little bit of it with that. Like, you think it's these things. You think it's giving him better sex. You think it's looking good in bed. You think it's et cetera, but I'll actually show you something that's way more important than all those combined. So if you're talking to business owners, like you think it's about running ads in the paper. You think it's about having a good XYZ referral system. You think it's about going to networking events, but actually I'll show you a marketing system that's more powerful than all those combined. Same pattern, very different industries. So actually the best way to learn sales is by studying the great sales letters. So if you go to Google and you type in sales letter swipe files, you'll find a rich history of some of these sales letters that have just sold millions of dollars of products. 
And if you read those sales letters, you'll start to switch on that sales brain. Okay. No, I'm going to look at that up. That looks great. What have you been learning so far? Simplicity, basically. You know, my searches so far, there's a lot of different information out there. And I've been focusing on a wide variety of different things. And you just simplified it down to two different things, which is absolutely crazy. And again, without the sales side of things, you're not going to have that business. So to me, understanding that the sales is one of the most important things to focus on for the time being and then outsourcing, that's a pretty big learning for me. I feel really emotional hearing this because I so badly want people to have this beautiful entrepreneurial life. And I'm afraid that if I tell them the truth, it'll scare them away from doing it. Right. And so I've been so afraid to tell people that it takes sales because people have so many preconceived notions about what sales means. Selling is so beautiful because you sit with another heart and you basically ask them, it's like, what are your dreams? What is it you really want to do? Well, I want to keep a great guy. Oh, wow. Well, how long have you been trying? Listen, I've had 10 relationships that haven't worked out. You're like, whoa, if we could explore that together and maybe come up with a way for you to become irresistible to a man and have him be yours forever, because you're clearly irresistible. You clearly have so many beautiful qualities about you. Would you be open to exploring what might not be working so we could get that happening for you? You know, the woman's like, well, yes. You say, and would that be worth paying for? And they say, yes. And now you just sold. And you did like very little. Yeah. And I think sometimes, you know, we put a negative connotation on sales, but it's the exact opposite. We're selling without even realizing we're doing it. And that's how that conversation you just had just went. Really happy that you see that. So I was getting kind of emotional earlier is like, I just want people to know entrepreneurship is so amazing and it's very simple and it's very liberating. And you compare yourself to other businesses or you start looking at other ideas and wonder how you could ever do something like that. You know, it can get self-defeating, but the heart of entrepreneurship is such a beautiful, beautiful heart. So the theme of a business person is customer uses mechanism to get results. That's the theme. So what's kind of going on in your mind as you're hearing all this? I guess it's going to make me think a little bit differently about what I've been planning to do. Like I said, I've been focusing so much on mostly the mechanism, but again, I'm failing to see the customer and the result. And that's the biggest thing. So I need to start there first and work backwards. Are there any particular customer markets that you're attracted to? Not really. And I think that's part of where I would get stuck. Let's use Amazon FPA, for example. You know, what type of item would I sell? Who would I sell to? And when I start looking, it's like, okay, there's millions of different products that I could possibly sell. And then I kind of get stuck. And then that's where I kind of stop. And then, you know, I go back to, well, maybe if I do another course, it'll help me find the answer. So, yeah, well, if there was a course to buy, it would be the one that you're in right now on this call. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you're getting that. But like, that's what you're looking for is that sort of a deeper understanding of business, I guess. So let's look at what happens. So you've got the Amazon example. So you go on Amazon, you start thinking about products. What just happened? You slipped into mechanism. Exactly. Let's say you want to sell something on Amazon. You want to go with who first. So I'll show you how exciting this gets. This is so exciting. So the reason that business is abundant and the reason that business is so exciting is that every new advancement in the world brings about a whole host of new problems that need to be solved. Right. So the iPhone comes out, iPhone cases, iPhone apps, iPhone development, iPhone this, that car holders, like 
every new advancement brings about new opportunity. That's why there'll always be space for more entrepreneurship. Also, our relationship with competition is a little dwarfed. You know, we think, oh, you know what? I can't start a hamburger shop. It's already McDonald's. But if you look at the real law of competition, like competition can actually help each other because more competitors means there's more space, more thriving in some instances. So like if you get McDonald's, there's usually a Burger King across the street. And then both people kind of benefit because this is the place where everyone goes to eat. And so the people that want McDonald's go to McDonald's. The people that want Burger King go to Burger King. So there's a lot of scarcity around competition and something's not landing within me of this. But what I want to say, for example, is if Google would have believed that they could only do an idea if it's never been done, they would have not done Google because Google was like the ninth search engine. Exactly. Good. So that's good. So, okay. So basically here's what we do. There's a five question process and this will be in the book that comes out next year, but this is a five question process and you can apply this five question process to anything like I just had my first child. Congratulations. Thank you. It was amazing. And so I asked these five questions to my partner when she was in her third trimester. And it was an amazing experience. So the five questions are, what's your most present problem with X? How are you trying to solve that problem right now? What happens if you don't solve that problem? If you could have a dream solution, what would it be? Is that worth paying for? How much? Question five is like two and one. Is that worth paying for? So how much? So what's your most present problem with X. How do you go about solving that now? What happens if you don't solve it? What would your magic wand solution be? And is that worth paying for? If so how much? So if you focus on who, maybe you talk to people with their iPhone cases. Hey, what's your most present problem with your iPhone case? You're like, oh, nothing. It's good. You're like, okay, cool. I'm not going down that road. It's already fine. <laughs> yeah. You know, it saved me a lot of time. Save you a lot of time. Right. So now you say, what's your most present problem with your dog? Oh, sheds everywhere. Well, how do you go about solving that problem right now? Uh, I don't. I use a lint roller. Uh, it just kind of happens and I tolerate it. So what happens if you don't solve it? Well, you know, I got to be careful being around them. If I'm dressed nice, you know, it's just kind of a pain because the shed's so bad. Well, what would your dream solution be? Well, it would stop shedding. <laughs> yes. Okay, good. Any ideas on how you might get it to stop shedding? I don't, maybe there's a shampoo where they shed less. Maybe there's a, I don't care. I just want them to stop shedding. What would that be worth paying for? Absolutely. How much would you pay to get your dog to stop shedding? Easily a hundred dollars. So now we have a product idea. Now you go on a hunt, like how to reduce shedding, shedding ideas. Maybe you call up some veterinarians and you're like, yo, you know, I want to help dogs shed less. What can we do there? Maybe you find someone who creates the product and you give them a piece of the business you know, he's the product creator, you're the everything else, you're in business. And now you totally just thwarted and went sideways on the way most people do there. Now, okay, so there is some good to this Amazon stuff. Like I had a friend and they just tested all kinds of products and they finally landed on a product that worked really well on Amazon. It's like a meditation niche type product. But in Amazon, there are certain product categories that sell a lot, right? Man, like photography equipment or like metal detectors or some weird thing, but you don't want to probably make a metal detector. <laughs> <laughs> so you look in a niche category that you know moves a lot of product, and then you start talking to people. Do you have any problems with this product? Well, you know, I wish it would do this or that. And then that's how you can create your product by doing the five questions on a product category. But again, it's the theme, same theme, customer, mechanism, result. So what happens, and I've said this in many podcasts, 
For years, people have asked me about a book, something simple that they could read, that was completely comprehensive, that would help them learn how to start a business when they have no ideas, no money, no experience, no real expertise, when they're insecure, when they don't have confidence. How do you start from zero? How do you start a business when you don't even believe that you could actually help someone in the first place? It's all documented. There's now a path. It's a book. It's called Start From Zero, and you can pre-order it right now. Go to startfromzero.com and click on pre-order so you're first in line to read this remarkable book. There are over 15 different examples of employees, many who became millionaires in four years' time. It's absolutely possible, and you can do it when you get the right training. Go get that book right now at startfromzero.com and click on pre-order. Let's get back to the episode. So I try to say it a little different every time. But in terms of like the mental space in your brain, most of your energy is spent exerted looking at mechanisms. Right, because that's the way we've been trained. Yeah, so that's all it is. It's just simply training. If you were 12 years old, and you'd been trained this business probably wouldn't seem as risky. Not at all. Yeah, I don't business really isn't risky. You know, I know these guys, you know, they'll be worth like a hundred million dollars or something, but they're pretty pretty good with risk. They won't do stupid stuff. You know, like they'll buy a commercial real estate mall, but they'll want to make sure that every tenant's locked in for the next five years. Well, where's the risk there? There's none, really. You got a full tenant. So like if errors come up, you know, maybe there's a fire somewhere. You know, there's some of those, but like for the most part. You know, one thing I always thought about be interesting is instead of a couple getting married, instead of investing all the energy into one event that's done and gone forever, everybody invests all their energy and puts all the wedding money into buying that couple of commercial real estate property. You know, I do have a wedding coming up. Maybe that's what I'll suggest to everyone. Oh my gosh. Yeah. You know, like, listen, guys, like instead of having this one thing, we'll get a commercial property, then we'll just get married in there. Yeah, that'll be cool. And then you'll have this income stream for the rest of your life. That sounds amazing. You know, if it's a half a million dollar building, you know, everybody needs to get a hundred grand together, 20% down, which is a lot, but it sure beats 30 grand down the drain. It's true. So here's what we've got so far. Give me the three key things of business. Customer, mechanism, result. Yeah. And so 90% of your brain space is like usually obsessed with mechanism. What's 90% of your brain space going to be obsessed with now? Customer. And? Result. Yes. So let's like anchor it in. What's an example customer that comes to mind that might be on Amazon? I don't know. Let's pick someone who uh, likes yoga. All right. So someone that does yoga, like how old are they? Who are we talking about here? Uh, Let's say 30, 35. Male or female? Male. All right. Are you a 30 to 35 year old male by chance? I am. Okay. So that's all right. And at the same time, like you don't want to do that kind of stuff. Like, so the other big rule of this business is like, do not start from your frame of reference. Cause like you can, but like, if you don't do that, I think you'll be better off for it. At the same time, you know, it's good to like, it's just, it's just such a tired concept. Well, you know, I had this problem and I solved it for myself and I thought other people would have the same problem too. It's like, okay, great. You know, that's good. But like, you know what? Maybe you just realize that baby boomers from 55 to 60 have a serious pain that nobody's really considering that you could solve and they have a lot of money. So we all do this. It's like, well, you know, I'm 30, 35, I'm male, let's do that. So how do you feel about doing this, a baby boomer yoga? I think that's a better idea. Okay, type it in Google, baby boomers and yoga. The above 50 crowd can definitely benefit from yoga. Their life experience can be an advantage on the mat. 
vigorous vinyasa class might not be the best thing for them, but other things are. 50-year-olds are using yoga to increase their flexibility to enjoy their golden years more. So baby boomer yoga products. Does a baby boomer care about yoga or do they care about a result? Result. What result would a baby boomer care about? I think you just mentioned that they're a second ago about uh, having better health. You know, if they're getting old. Getting out of bed without their back creaking. Sure, I got that problem now. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, then that would definitely be it. So now we have baby boomers. Now you would ask them the five questions. So what's the most consistent and present problem for you at 50? Well, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You know, all of a sudden you find out that, you know, if they did go to yoga for a month, maybe that would solve their problem. But you know what? If someone were 50, they're more sensitive. So the yoga mats that exist, they may need a little more padding. So now all of a sudden you've got a yoga mat for baby boomers that's like twice as thick for their joints. And now you're an innovator instead of just some like Amazon copycat looking at mechanisms. Exactly. Added value as well. Yes. And you've got like no competition initially. And there's probably extra thick yoga mats already for baby boomers. Maybe it's not marketing for them. Maybe it's marketing that someone else. Exactly. I think you've got it, man. So you might want to write down, I get stuck when I start thinking about mechanisms. I free myself up by thinking about who I'll help and what result they want. What are you thinking about right now? I'm just looking at those five questions. And again, it's simple. You know, you think about how that's going to get you to look through a problem and how you can easily get that out and how that applies to basically everything and how like it just applied to the situation just then. And within what, four or five minutes, we figured out a way of what they could use and how you could target those customers and achieve the result that they're probably looking for. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. It's a shift from the mechanism or idea to helping another person. Definitely. Yeah. I think it's often the simple stuff that like, again, for me, especially the simple stuff is what gets overlooked think about the more complicated things. And yeah, it's really just simple stuff. What I want to do with that six-month course that we might do next year is I want to kind of instill these values, these principles, these skills really deeply down inside of someone through a lot of practice, drills and skills. So you don't come in and you're like, oh, I got to get one business working. It's like, well, you're going to actually take 10 ideas through. And by the time you've built it, with five to 10 ideas, you'll be living and breathing it. And then at that point, your brain thinks differently. You're just chilling out. When you're with your family, you can be with your family because you've got this all figured out. So I've mentioned this kind of product, this six-month transformation tank. What would have you interested in it? And what would make it just irresistible for you where you just have to get it? You know, I guess the value that I'm going to get out of it and how I could use that in my life and how it's going to, like you said, the biggest thing is how it's going to get me to spend that extra time and get me out of working a 40-hour work week. As I say, there's so much relief. You know, I've got my doubts and insecurities of the product and I just kind of open up and ask about it. So it sounds like what would make it irresistible is having the most simple method that could be repeatable that would allow you to get out of your 40-hour per week job. Yeah, definitely. And, and I think that's the biggest thing. Like when you take these courses, you want to learn as much as you can. And it sounds like it would be pretty jam-packed full of good information that could help you get down to, or sorry to figure out what you're looking for. Yeah, you know it deep in your bones. It'd actually be pretty limited information because but it would be what exactly what you need. It'd be more of an action oriented. That's where we learn everything. Exactly. But that's good. So just being able to have the simplest method to get out of your forty hour per week job would be the big draw for making it irresistible for you. 
Absolutely. What kind of a price would you put on something like that? I would say around, you know, three, four thousand dollars. I mean, it is in the uh, six months range. So it obviously is going to be a lot to it. What did you have in mind? Six. Six. It wasn't far off, but that would make sense. And it'd be pretty limited. Wouldn't be like a thousand person groups or anything like that. I think too, with the smaller group size, it, it makes it easier to afford to pay you getting that appropriate level of attention. So yeah, how does that pricing structure land with you? Oh, that sounds good. That's good. So I got to tell you, like, I am just terrified talking about this. <laughs> like, I'm so nervous because this means so much to me. To get the chance to spend six months with someone, I've got students who are like number one in their field after spending six months. And it's happened so many times now that I'm just like, uh, if I get the chance to spend someone six months with me, that's what I want. I want to spend six months with you. And if I miss out on that six months, it feels like I lose something. So I get terrified of talking about this because if I fail at it, it causes me a lot of grief because it means that much to me. So like when I've been asking you these questions, I mean, the fact that we're on a podcast and that it's recorded and so it's a little bit more mock and not so real world makes it a little easy. But I just want to say, like, if you're listening and you've got stuff that means a lot to you and you want to sell it and you're scared, that's okay and that's normal. So every fear that I'm having about the product, the price I'm thinking, and I'm just staying in relationship with you. And just kind of asking you about it. This is how I want you to approach whatever it is you're selling, Dave. Yeah. So you'd ask, what would make it irresistible? What price would your gut say? And this is hopefully modeling what you'll be able to do. Yeah, definitely. And that's a good amount of time that you're going to be spending with someone as well. That can certainly work out the kinks. I know for me on my journey, I guess, if you will, it's been four months. And, you know, just this alone has helped me tremendously. And it's we've been on, you know, for about 50 minutes. So that's great. And I can only imagine what six months can do if I've got this much from 50 minutes. <laughs> Number one in your field, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you want it, the way that you get to be number one in your field is you look to the patterns that the industry is heading to. You articulate those patterns. And now all of a sudden you're an expert of an industry. People start coming to you because you're articulating all these patterns and distinctions that other people can't see. So as soon as you're able to find our patterns of an industry and articulate them as a whole, you're like, you're right up there. That's the short of it. Just see if you ever like, oh, why am I listening to this guy? Why is he an expert? Oh, he's talking about big patterns. Well, Dave, I'm excited for you, man. This has been really good. Please let me know how things go. What are your next action steps going to be? I think I'm going to start looking for my customer and then trying to find a result. Yes. Very good. <laughs> and I am looking forward to your book. Can't wait for that. That sounds really good. Yeah, startfromzero.com sometime in January. You'll be able to get early access to some of it or whatever. I haven't figured out how to do it all yet, but it'll be there. Minor detail. Hey, and why is that? The mechanism. Hey, <laughs> you pick it up so quick. Good job, man. I'll talk to you soon. Hey, thanks a lot. Take care. So listen, if you'd like to offer feedback on this episode, we would treasure that. Let us know what you want more of and what you want less of for the show. And we'll make sure we try to incorporate that. You can email the feedback to hello at startfromzero.com. Just put feedback in the subject line. Now, if you'd like to build a $20,000 per month business, minimum, I've got a friend who actually does this every single month. Some months he makes as much as $87,000 in a month. I asked him about it and he told me, man, if I can do this, anybody can do it. So we've turned this into a fully comprehensive course that you can take to learn how to quickly build a $20,000 per month business. If you'd like information on that, you can go to startfromzero.com and on the homepage, you'll find a link to it. 
Now, if you've been struggling to take action, if you really feel there's more for your life, but you know you're gonna need to take action to do it, but taking action is so difficult, you just can't seem to get yourself to do it, we have a wonderful free tool. You can find it at startfromzero.com forward slash DJP. And if you go there within 20 minutes of applying the process, you'll find yourself wanting to play the game, wanting to step in the game, and wanting to take action. I use DJP for myself all the time with things like figuring out revenue models, figuring out lead capture systems, figuring out how to hire someone. If I'm ever stuck with a difficult action, I'll actually apply DJP because what it does is it wakes up a deeper intuition, a deeper wisdom, so we can actually do something really cool instead of stay stuck. So that's it. Please rate the show, please subscribe, and go on and listen to the next episode. Let's do this.